0: Welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today I'm here with Jody Kovitz, who is a lawyer-turned-executive. She's currently the CEO of AceTech Ontario, which provides peer-to-peer learning, mentoring, programming, and other resources to emerging growth companies in the tech space. And Prior to AceTech, Jody was a BD executive at Osler, one of the largest law firms in Canada. Jody is also a speaker and author on the concept of Just Say Hello. Jody, great to have you with us.
1: Thanks, David. Great to be with you today.
0: Tell me a little bit about this concept of just say hello.
1: I strongly believe that a simple hello can change your life. And many of us often don't say hello often enough. We become afraid, shy, quite busy. We're all very busy and there's so much noise through technology in the world. But often, you know, if you just say hello and you push yourself outside of your comfort zone, and then you can practically turn those hellos into meaningful relationships, you can really achieve much greater success in your career overall, meeting your business objectives and your life.
0: So we're talking about saying hello to strangers and converting those strangers over time into relationships, right?
1: Well, that's a great question, David. The overall philosophy is that if you are open and you do push yourself outside of your comfort zone, by saying hello to strangers, that you can broaden your network and come across new opportunities for relationships you might otherwise not have uncovered if you weren't living with this just-say-hello mindset. However, I'm not suggesting that saying hello to people on the street is enough in order to build the right network to help you achieve your objectives. It is more thoughtful than that, But I am suggesting that you start with the overall mindset of always living openly and seeing every new person that you encounter as an opportunity for a relationship that could change your life.
0: Got it. So keep an open mind and be generally friendly and outgoing and see where it takes you.
1: Absolutely. As a start.
0: As a start, sure. So let's talk a little bit about how context can help to bring some focus to this. When you're in a conference or when you're participating in an organization of some sort, exercising the just say hello concept sounds easy, but sometimes it's difficult for people, right? Sometimes they have challenges starting a conversation with someone that they don't already have a relationship with.
1: Absolutely. And so I'll I'll tell you a story of how I coached someone who really did implement this concept in a novel way. I was in a taxi with an associate that I used to coach when I worked in the large uh, national law firm, Oslo Hoskin and Harcourt. And we were chatting about what she should do to make best use of the networking event that we were on our way to. And she said to me, Okay, Jody, I'm getting in the game, I'm getting in the mindset, I'm going to go to the party and get a file. And I said, Well, can I encourage you to reframe how you're thinking about how to work the party? I would encourage you to be open and go say hello and be receptive to how you're connecting with people during the event with your objective being to walk away with 5 business cards of people that you enjoyed talking to 5 new friends potential referral sources and or clients down the road but let's just start with being open showing up listening seeing if there's an authentic connection if there isn't, if you've talked about the weather and perhaps you've you know shared your passions or what's happening in the news and there isn't an authentic connection that you'd like to further explore, move on to the next. If you can walk away with five new contacts that seem like people you connect with genuinely that you would like to then, as a step two, reach out to and explore developing the relationship further to take it down the line of deepening the relationship to see if they would be appropriate additions to your network to help you achieve your business objectives, then you've done a good job at the party. And she, her whole body relaxed, and she really felt quite comfortable about being able to achieve that goal. Now, she did then reach out to all of those five contacts after the event and set up lunches and coffees and got to know the individuals and cultivated more meaningful relationships over time with a view to one of them potentially coming into her network of relationships that she's actively cultivating. And she did, in fact, see work not even one year later from one of those relationships. But it really all started with her mindset of pushing herself with courage and being open to say hello to as many people in the room as she could with a view to finding five new friends.
0: It's a great example of how the just say hello mindset can shift the way one approaches something as stressful as networking with strangers. I think one of the things that sometimes also can get in the way for people is just say hello starts the conversation, but it doesn't necessarily start the flow of a conversation, right? So I could imagine an awkward moment where I walk up to a group of strangers, maybe they even know each other, or maybe they're all also Sitting around waiting for somebody to start a conversation, and I just say hello, and they turn to me and they say hello, and then we all kind of stare at each other and we're not sure what to do from there. What do you recommend to get people into that mindset so that they're being a little bit more relaxed, as you say, a little more in the flow of turning that first salutation into a relationship building conversation?
1: That's a great question, David. I have two practical suggestions for how to approach that first opportunity to connect with someone one partner that i used to work with talked a lot about the story of when he moved to a foreign jurisdiction and in his case it was london england and his responsibility was to build a practice there. and he really did not know anybody in that country and really was uncomfortable networking and he shared a story very early on for me in my coaching days that really resonated and I then tested it over time, and it really works. He made a habit of reading a paper every single day so that every night when he was going out doing networking events and business development dinners, he would always have something interesting to say and to contribute to the conversation that was neutral, that was happening in the world, that you could really have a conversation about, And his way of making himself feel informed and comfortable and ensure that he always had something fresh to talk about was reading the paper every day. So I actually really encourage people to stay current with what's going on in the world. If it's a daily habit of reading your local paper or something else that interests you, you know, I have the habit of reading the Sunday New York Times once a week. I really enjoy it and it really arms me with lots of interesting conversation topics. Such that you then have something front and center that you can always raise as a conversation piece, particularly if the conversation isn't naturally flowing. So you can raise an article that you read in the paper or some timely topic that the world is talking about. I certainly won't venture to advise or not advise around politics. But overall, when people ask me, I say stay away from super controversial topics unless you know the person or feel comfortable. But having something timely and newsworthy is a really easy way to engage with a stranger. The second tip that I have is to be quite thoughtful in how you introduce yourself. I often challenge people when we're in a room doing um, sort of workshops around... You know, for table stakes introductions to really reconsider how you present yourself to the person you're talking to. You always have the option of saying, I am Jodi and I am a lawyer, or, you know, I'm a lawyer turned CEO. That's what I do, but it's not who I am. So when I get up and introduce myself to the room, I always start with, Hi, I'm Jodi. I'm a passionate mom to an incredible eight year old daughter. I love yoga, and I love to cook, and even more, I love to travel. I also happen to be the CEO of a nonprofit in the tech space, and I used to be a divorce lawyer. That's really a small shift, but instantly you're relatable to the other person by how you see yourself in the world, you know, through your roles or your passions. It was really interesting, actually. I was doing a teaching a session at Deloitte for high-potential performing consultants. And we challenged them to introduce themselves this way. And what happened as we went around the room, there was 100 people in the room. And as we went around the room, it turned out that eight people in the room had black belts in karate. But none Uh of them knew that the others had the black belts because they never talked about it. They always talked about their job. So that was an instant way to connect with people. and, And all of a sudden, you're a person as opposed to in a function trying to get business.
0: It's such a great point because the way that you introduced yourself the second time provided numerous points of entry for a conversation. We could talk about your eight-year-old. We could talk about the transition from one career to another. We could talk about yoga. We could talk about travel, right? So whatever the other person's interests might be, they'll find a way to connect with you given the way that you've sort of given them a menu of options to choose from.
1: Absolutely. And if you lead the way by example, even though initially people aren't expecting it, they will actually see people's body language relax and they will sort of jump into the conversation and introduce themselves in the same way. And I bet, you know, for the people that are listening to this podcast, if you challenge yourself today on this very day you're listening to this podcast to introduce yourself that way to someone new that you meet, you'll have a transformative experience in terms of the initial connection.
0: Great advice. So this is to begin a conversation, but once you've built a hub of relationships, right, you call this center of influence a hub. Now, how do you nurture those relationships so that they continue to bear fruit and that you continue to deepen them past the hello, past the initial few conversations, past perhaps the initial exploration of synergies?
1: That's a a great question, David, and, and always what's top of mind for me. I think it takes a few things. I think the first important piece is to always, you know, first of all, make sure that you're actively covering your most important relationships. And what I mean by that is really having those people top of mind, checking in with them regularly, make sure you're seeing them regularly because you can't listen to them and you can't do what I'm going to share with you I think you should do, which is give to them with generosity to help them advance their most important and goals and, and interests if you're not in front of them listening to them. So number one, make sure you know who they are. And it really doesn't matter from my perspective whether that list of your most important relationships is written on a cue card or a sticky note, in a spreadsheet, in your list, in your Evernote, or just in your phone in some way. It really just is a matter of having those people top of mind. So that's first of all. Second of all, I would encourage you not to have a list that's too long it's really important to be focused. Most people seem to be able to manage six relationships and that really to me is the magic number of what I call your highest value or most important relationships from a business perspective that you want to invest in in your hub because if your list gets too long, it's really hard for those relationships to be meaningful and for you to really show up for those people in your life. So once you have your list and it's not too long and you make sure that you're seeing the people that matter most to you and you're in touch with them regularly. If people ask me for a rule, I typically say make sure you see in person people that really matter to you in your business life at least once a quarter and certainly be touching base with them at least once a month. You know, hopefully more frequently than that if these are the most important relationships organically you likely will be in touch with them more often, but at a minimum That is what I would say in terms of seeing them. And then how how do you cultivate meaningful relationships that ultimately will result in opportunities for you? From my perspective, that's really about listening carefully, asking very good questions, and lots of them. Really listening, really asking questions about what the other person's goals are. And they may not be obvious. Give them an opportunity to share with you what are their current goals, what are their future goals, what are their legacy goals, what are their personal goals outside of what might be obvious to you. If you listen really carefully, you will discover and find amazing ways in which you can help them advance those goals that really might not be obvious to you. And all of a sudden, when you are really helping someone address their most pressing pain points and doing so with the spirit of generosity, all of a sudden, the person you are helping is endeared to you and appreciates you and sees you as listening to them and helping them achieve what's important to them. This is my methodology for how you cultivate meaningful, authentic relationships. And then if you take opportunities to really champion and sponsor People that are closest to you and matter most to you, inevitably what happens if they're the right relationships where you have the right authentic connection between you and, and they're you know wanting to and able to sponsor and champion you, they will but to me, the key is operating through a spirit of generosity and giving with a long term view in terms of those relationships having you know adding value to your life in a circular way as opposed to a direct way you know i I don't um, see these relationships as your highest value long term relationships as people you are directly pitching and selling to versus helping and advancing, which ultimately will come back to you
0: well, that's a great summary of how someone can think about their network, how they can initiate those relationships who eventually hopefully will make up the hub. And you're also practicing what you preach by being generous with your time today and sharing some of your thoughts with the audience. So thanks so much for your insights, Jody. I really wish you the best of success with your position and with Just Say Hello. And thanks again for helping us understand how these concepts can help us build and develop our networks.
1: My absolute pleasure, David. Thank you so much for having me.